Hello there, Nicola Barden here from Q102's Weekend Buzz. I hope you are all doing really well and thank you so, so much for pressing play today to listen to this episode. Before I let you listen to the whole thing, I just have a little bit of news for you. So if you're a fan of the Weekend Buzz or this is the first time you've ever listened to it, amazing and thank you and scroll back. We've got over 70 episodes there. So there's some great chats for you to listen to from the likes of the cast of SVU, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Grey's Anatomy, loads of stuff, some amazing singers, reality stars, great in-depth conversations for you to enjoy and I know that's what you're here for so that's why I have to tell you my news I have rebranded the show and it is now strictly podcast so it's no longer on radio it is just podcast and it goes under the name tis yourself so do come and find us we're on um, Instagram and Twitter and obviously all the places that you're listening to podcasts so if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google, Castbox, Good Pods, Spotify we are there I am there with my over 50 guests, fantastic guests. You're going to love some of them. They're absolutely amazing. So we've got some of the cast from like Games of Thrones, Breaking Bad. Yes, Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. Can you believe it? Uh, Some amazing singers like Shane Ward, Matt Cardle are there. We have the actor Jerry O'Connell, who had some surprising roots to Ireland, you won't believe. We have... The likes of Tom Lenk from Buffy, who played Andrew. Um, if you're Irish, you'll know the names James Patrice, Trisha's Transformation, Tommy Fleming, the Nolan family. There's loads and loads of stuff in there. We've Sarah Jane Dunn from Hollyoaks. We've got some cast of EastEnders. So there's a real mix of Irish, UK, US guests. And we're just adding to them every single day. We're getting some new guests. Season four is just about to be launched. So come and join me. I'm over here waiting for you to discover me. That's Tiz Yourself with me, Nicola Barden. Hope you enjoy this episode. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Weekend Buzz with Nicola Barden. Yes, you are listening to The Weekend Buzz here on Dublin's Q102 with me, Nicola Barden. Now, before I go any further, I have to say a big happy birthday to my sister, Michelle, who I won't say what age she is, even though she's still so young. (laughs) Her birthday today, the 12th of December. So if you're listening live here on the show or if you're listening back on the podcast, if it's still the 12th, go and send her a message if you know her and you've forgotten to do it because you haven't looked at Facebook and that's how we all remember birthdays <laughs> between that and Insta stories. Um, so happy birthday, Michelle, and we will see you at Christmas and we're all very excited. And here's hoping you like your present because honestly, when you see it, if you don't, you're in trouble. Anyway, <laughs> I'm very excited about my next guest. I'm a bit giddy, as you can probably hear. Earlier in the week, I got to catch up with one of the stars of Strictly, Strictly Come Dancing. We've had Anton on the show before and Craig. Um, This is one of the actual celebrities who has now left the show. 
very shocking to leave the show. I think everybody was very shocked when he did. But I got to chat to him. We did a Zoom call on Tuesday. And I have to say, it was funny. I go into these things with Zoom and, you know, you think maybe 15 minutes or so. And because there's no PR person there telling you to wrap things up like they do sometimes in real life. So um, I was very like, oh, I wonder, will I get 20 minutes? No, we got nearly 45 minutes. And we probably could have chatted much longer, only I realized the time. <laughs> so listen, here is me and Mr. Jason Bell, people of Strictly Come Dancing. I'm good. Hello. Wow, you've got an amazingly good camera. It makes you look like you're in a BBC <laughs> studio there. <laughs> it's it's just an iPad, so uh, uh, good technology over there at Apple, I guess. Well, the background as well makes it look very professional, unlike the background of my bedroom right now. <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. People used to get on me because I, I put it only on a, on a blank white wall. They were like, do you have anything else? So I had to figure something out. <laughs> so... Uh, this is a this is a tried and tested uh, experiment. So, well, I also have. You won't be able to see them because they're on the ground. But two dogs here at me. So apologies if they decide they want to get involved in the interview and have the chats. Love it. I love it. Everything about it. I love the dogs. So I'm I'm good with that. Totally good with all that. How are you keeping? How are you? How is your December? <laughs> uh, you know, excited about the holidays. So that's cool. Everything's. You know, like everybody else, just going through the motions and uh, these different times and challenging times. But overall, uh, because my daughter's school is still functioning uh, normally with some normality, I think that makes everything cool. If that was different, I'd have a we'd be just, we'd be having a different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I could imagine the old homeschooling weirdness that was going on at that at that time when she had to be home all the time. Yeah, that, that's always tough. You know, you feel you feel so bad for them just because of their experience, you know, you want them to be around all their friends and things like that. So, yeah, it's, it's good to see them back in school. And, and um, you know, if that if, if the school's able to function like that. Yeah. And it means that you do you can actually do some work without also be coloring and playing with yeah. dolls and trying to learn math. <laughs> I know it's it's amazing what these little people are learning. Uh, they're so advanced. My daughter, the stuff she comes home with, I'm just thinking, wow, this is amazing. So leave that up to the professionals, the teachers. That's why they are everybody's MVP because uh, they are valuable. I'm surprised I, you had the time to chat. You seem to be so busy at the minute. You've got your own podcast. You've got the BBC show, like, and all that you were doing well strictly as well when you're on it yeah it's busy but when ireland calls i answer the call so that's how <laughs> that's how it rolls for me so uh you know obviously uh yeah. for uh reasons everyone knows <laughs> so yeah no it is it is quite busy but i think that you know i'm humbled by that because uh you know a lot of people wish they were busy especially in times like this so I, I'm, I'm appreciative of all the opportunities that I have and, you know, going out there and managing all of those things at once, it, it teaches you something about yourself and you learn new skills. The thing about the NFL is obviously it's American. It's huge in the States. Like, you know, you would have been this massive, like everybody knew who you were. But over here and in the UK, it's only kind of picking up in the last few years. It's like this new even though we've known it's there, it's a new sport in terms of getting fans. 
Yeah, without a doubt. And I think that's what makes it so cool. Uh, first of all, both the countries are very knowledgeable in their sports. And that makes it uh, quite entertaining as far as my perspective is, is teaching or being involved with trying to get people to understand a new sport and understand all the nuances when they have such a sporting background and understanding sports and the love of sports. It's so easy uh, because you just try to bring as many similarities as you can with different sports that other people like and say, hey, these are the same. These are the same concepts. And it gives the viewer something to lock into where they're like, you know what? I understand this a little bit more than I thought I did. Yeah. And there are similarities to other sports that we're used to. But you look at like over here in Ireland, GAA is massive. You look in the UK, soccer is huge. So it's like, find some room for us in there as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you try that, that. That makes it challenging trying to convince people to part with a little bit more of their time. So that, that's what you try to do. But, I, you know, it. It's humbling because in America, the NFL dominates. You don't have mm. to do much. It's, it's you go out there and everybody's locked into it regardless. But out here, you have to especially, the product has to be good. And, and us on television, we have to entertain and bring much more than just breaking down the games because uh, we have a lot of competition as far as eyeballs and whatever other people are watching uh, with their other sports that they've grown up watching and loving. I imagine when you're back home, everybody around you kind of has an idea who you are. You know, there's, as you mentioned, it dominates NFL over there. Every time I've gone to the States, it's usually like ads everywhere for somebody versus somebody. And, you know, <laughs> in Times Square and it's, the billboards are everywhere. And so you having to come over to the UK and be like, hi, I'm Jason and this is me and this is the sport and kind of selling yourself. Yeah, it's been cool. I mean, you know, when I play, we, we wear helmets, so... It wasn't like walking down the streets, people would notice your face. In your city, they would. But, you know, when they realize your name and stuff like that, uh, especially with Google being able to look up anything, yeah, people would know you. But, you know, I, I found it, it was something different, right? I, I, I could have a conversation and try to let people understand who I was and what I did and all that kind of stuff. It, it was fascinating. So, uh, it's still kind of like that, but uh, strictly helped a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> For you coming over here or over to the UK, everybody knew you as, you know, you had been with Nadine and all that kind of stuff. And then you're going into Strictly. So you're coming in, uh, into it in a different kind of sense. You're nearly starting over, I suppose, in a little way. Yeah, and I think the, e uh, the thing about that that's easy is people, uh, as you meet them, they take you as you are because they know nothing else about you. And I appreciate that because uh, for the most part, I mean, Nadine can answer this <laughs> better than anybody, but for the most part, I'm really nice, <laughs> you know, and I'm, I'm having a good time and I enjoy being around people and, you know, with no preconceptions uh, on who I am, I, I guess that's much, you know, I enjoy that, you know, not a lot of people have that. And then you got the chance to, I suppose, get your voice be heard with the podcast um, and that, I've seen you've taken a kind of bit of a turn, not just NFL now on the podcast. You're starting to look at other, you know, more social aspects on it. Yeah, we always have done that. I think when we started the podcast, uh, and O.C. gets all the credit for this, he said something that I truly agree with, which was there's a lot of sports podcasts. There's a lot of NFL podcasts. We're, when we sit down and talk, we talk about sports, but we talk about everything. And that's what we wanted the podcast to be. We wanted it to be, we're having a conversation, sitting with friends, and how would the topics change? 
uh, when you sit down with your friends, you don't stick to one topic the whole time. You, you bounce all around. And that's exactly what we wanted the podcast to be. What interests us? Uh, let the conversation go to the places we want to go and what make the what what we want to do and hopefully uh, the listener engages in that and thinks they're in the room with us. That's, that's all we wanted. We wanted everybody to feel like we're in the same room having a conversation about a multitude of things. And did you plan out any of the conversations? Because I know you've talked about things that are quite serious. You know, you talk about the Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. Did you plan to talk about that? Or is that something that you're like, it just came up naturally and let's just go with it and let's get our, let's explain it from our side. I hate to give you the secret sauce, but it is all organic. It's just <laughs> true. There, I, you know, sometimes I'll have a, a literally a sentence, one sentence, like, you know, let me ask OC this. You know, I read this. Mm -hmm. uh, I might have thrown him an article. We might be reading the same book. We read a lot of the same books at the same time. So I'm like, what does OC think about this? And those things will take us all kind of places. So there's no script. And I think that's the, the power of it. It's time to ask me questions and I'm completely flabbergasted. I'm not ready. I'm just, I'm like, I don't even know what to say. I'm scared. I'm nervous. But I, you know, I know it's a safe place. So uh, I engage. And, and that's, that, that's, that's how we roll. And it makes you think quickly on your feet yeah. um, and, and be able to articulate your thoughts or not. <laughs> just, it's, it all depends on the conversation. But I think as a listener, I would like that because those are positions we're all faced with and we are all in when we have these conversations. I suppose it's education as well, because if anyone's listening to you and they don't know the right way to articulate or don't know, um, they're, they're hearing it in the news and they're not really, they want to hear it from somebody who's experiencing different things or whatever, they get to be educated that way, but through a channel they feel comfortable with, with sports. Oh, without a doubt, and that's the key. And the one thing we always try to do is we have, we don't necessarily have the answers, but we have the discussions mm. and, and, and we always try to drive the narrative that look, as individuals, we're responsible for ourselves and what we do and what we believe in. So you can go out there and, and any change you want to make or self-improvement or awareness, whatever it is, as an individual, you're responsible for that. And I think that empowers people and especially in times where they don't feel like they have any power or, uh, you know, control over circumstances like we all are in now. So, you know, understand that you as an individual can go out there and make a difference in whatever you want to do. I think uh, when you leave a conversation, that's powerful. It feels good. And both of you are, you know, over living in London. To turn your back, to, to leave the States, to move to London, you know, for your career, etc. Was that a big decision for you? It was an accidental decision. You know, I, I was just, I was always out here because it was, you know, we were always traveling around. Uh, I mean, we've, we've lived everywhere. So it was one of the, it was just, I was here and the opportunity came with the NFL. I still have a business in the U.S. that I'm uh, uh, trying to <laughs> stay on top of, thank goodness for my business partners. But yeah, it was, it wasn't, I didn't come over here for a television career. I was just here and the NFL UK found, knew I was here and that's how it all started. Me and Osi uh, are, are friends from when we played together. So he had just retired and come over mm -hmm. here. So once I realized that, I was like, you know what? Might as well try this television thing, you know? N never thought I would ever do anything like this. But uh, so it's one of those things where, you know, people say if you knew where you'd be five years from now, you know, <laughs> what would you do? So uh, it was one of those things that just, it literally fell in my lap. I'm glad it did, but it was all, it was totally out of the blue and organic. 
And so which, um, which order did it come? Was it the NFL show on BBC, then the podcast, then Strictly, or how did it all fall, yeah. fall together? You got it down. That's exactly how it went. Uh, the NFL show, and then people that approached us about a podcast, many people. And OC, like I said, to his credit, was like, we don't want to be another podcast. We started that and having those conversations. And, and I think that's been brilliant for us because, you know, a lot of times it's, you know, a lot of times people have this misconception of athletes and especially in different countries and how they view their athletes. It was good for me and him to get, have a platform to have these conversations that we would have to let people know, you know, athletes just don't talk about sports. You know, there's all kinds of things that we uh, discuss, especially in the locker room, um, you know. And so he gave us that. And then Strictly is just, I mean, just, I, I can't even describe <laughs> the, uh, it was just, I'm still in awe. I mean, who, this is, whoever came up with that show, I mean, it is out of control. It is unbelievable. It is so amazing. My daughter, six years old, is locked in. Strictly fan for life. You know, this is how they get them. I'm walking down the street. These kids are like, Jason, I'm like, what is happening now? Kids. And you're just like, this is an unbelievable product. You know, shout out to all the production. Uh, those are some they're just really cool people. What a great experience I had. You probably had never heard of Strictly before this because, you know, I know you guys have danced with the stars in America, but like the phenomenon of Strictly, you had probably no idea when they were coming to you and be like, do you want to do this little dance show? <laughs> <laughs> well, when I first came over here, it was a show we watched. So I knew, uh, I knew about it uh, that year, Ori won. And I remember watching him and I was like, oh, this dude is so cool. I remember seeing him in North London thinking, oh man, you know, I wanted to walk up on him. And, you know, I was, I was nervous. I was a fan. So I've, I've been a fan of the show and yeah, I never thought I'd have the opportunity to do it. And I'm so glad I did. And it's just, it is such a, it's such a great experience for the viewer, but as a participant, the things you learn about yourself, I don't think you would, it would take years to challenge yourself in a way that that show does. Well, I, I know one thing, obviously, is the fitness side that some people loved when they go into it, like actors and stuff, because you have to be so strict, but you'd be well used to that. So what was it for you that you kind of learned most? It was, the, it was a couple of things. It was time management, not being overwhelmed, and it was the mental side of being locked into the moment. I think that you only experience life if you're in the actual moment. And you only get the best out of yourself if you're in the moment. I think distraction uh, limits all of our potential. So this show, I, I understood this. And, and in all honesty, I remember walking, walking around in Northern Ireland and walking out in the countryside before I was going to do this show. And I would look at the horizon. I mean, it's beautiful, right? And I would mm -hmm. think, you know what? When I get distracted, lock into this moment. Take yourself back to here. Um, because this is where you want to be. You want to be in this calm. So I was able to test that in Strictly every single day. And, you know, the physical side of it, I can battle through the pain, you know, the condition, all that. But being locked in and enjoying every single moment, it was challenging. And I'm glad I did because my whole thought process was, I don't know how long I have on this show. But I need to walk away thinking I was, I was in every moment. I don't want to think, oh, I wish I would have. Like, I truly don't think that. I enjoyed every second out there, and it's just because I was present. And 
you know, it get, strictly gave me the opportunity to do that in such a challenging environment. I mean, one time I went out there and, you know, they're, you know, they're talking test says, this is for a night. I almost break down crying, you know, it's my daughter, but I had to get myself together and go out there and try to remember everything. <laughs> so uh, every time I got on that dance floor, I just, I emptied my mind and just let my body take over. And as soon as it was, as soon as it was done, I was like, you know what? I was there. I was there. I felt it. I didn't think about anything else. And uh, as an athlete, I remember those times when I played and I played my best when I was in those times. So mm -hmm. I haven't been able to do anything like that for years. It, it, it's the brilliance of the show. I suppose you really have to distract yourself away from everything else and just think about that one person that you're dancing with and you're what you're doing and like an athlete obviously there's much more people on the team but you also have to think of yourself and in real life you don't get to be that selfish to think of just yourself in the moment you have to think about everybody else yeah that's true but you know when you're not selfish I think you're actually in the moment because it's simple things like I'm doing doing my homework with my daughter and not allowing myself to be distracted like being in that moment I give her I, I'm giving her so much attention. I'm not being selfish and worried about my other things. So it was being able to train that and strictly really did that for me. Uh, now I understand that if I can do that in that environment, why can't I do that in any other places in my life? You know, just kind of locking in and, and focusing in no matter how long it is. I mean, it was 90 seconds out there, but it felt like, you know, an hour and just being if any distraction, you're done. So it's really training that and you know applying that to other aspects of your life is key i mean i still try every day i have my ups and downs but i understand uh the ramifications if i really really allow myself to be present one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on same goes for healthcare. that's why united healthcare offers flexible budget-friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more learn more at uh1.com many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It, you obviously really enjoyed being on the show. Do you look at it now and kind of wish that I got to do that dance, you know, or I got to, you know, do that song or anything? Or are you just happy with the experience? Just the experience. My whole objective was not to walk away wishing I had done something else. Yeah. And I don't. I, I was, because that's the way I played my whole career. You can't go back and relive a game and, and what if. I mean, you have to be a failure, you know, failure doesn't mean that you've done something wrong, right? You, you, you can learn from failure. Mm. And in that, all I wanted to do was make sure 
that I wasn't distracted. Don't be scared. Give it your all. Lock into the moment. And I did that every time. Every time I walked out of there, I was like, oh, I was there. I was present. And that's, that's what I enjoyed. And I had so much fun. Like, I wasn't going to let the moment take the fun away because that's why I'm there. You know, there's people mm. out in, in life right now facing some real adversity. Like, I mean, think, think about what's happening in our world. And I'm dancing, you know, like it's, I'm dancing. Like I know it's hard and I know it's difficult, but I'm dancing. I'm enjoying myself. I have great people around me. Like uh, it's a beautiful moment. And the pressure was never going to get to me because it wasn't life or death. It was fun and entertainment. And I needed to learn from that. You've t as you said, you've taken away so much from it. And I'm sure your daughter now is like, Daddy, show me how to do this dance. <laughs> Daddy, will you do this dance? <laughs> oh, man. She's loving it. She's a judge now. I mean, she, she's picking out all the scores now. She said something last week about a score, and she was absolutely right. I looked at her like, you really know what you're talking about. She was, she's on it, and she's so matter-of-fact. She sees it all. It's, uh, you know, it's, I, I've always loved the arts but I have, a, I have now a newfound appreciation for dance. And I can't wait to do more uh, with my daughter, uh, classes and things of that nature, because it is, it's amazing. And you, it, it is challenging. You learn a lot about yourself, it's entertaining. Uh, there's a reason why uh, people have done it forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, she was, she was always destined to be a star, wasn't she, with the parents she has. So look, you know. <laughs> It's all her mama, believe me. She does things now. I'm like, oh, you, you got it from your mom. That is talent. You know, it's definitely not for me. So she's a lucky little girl. She's loved. Uh, she has a wonderful mom. You know, Nadine is uh, an unreal parent. You know, I just have to follow her lead because she, uh, she's just amazing. And I is so lucky. You two seem to be such a, an example of co-parenting. You're both so complimentary of each other. And it's, it's really refreshing to see, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I like Nadine. She's a, she's a wonderful person. It's, <laughs> it's kind of anybody who meets her says the same thing. So, I, you know, but yeah, she's always loved her. She's brilliant. And, you know, you, you watch a person who truly cares about other people and it's humbling and you just try to follow their lead because Nadine cares about people a lot. And, you know, the way she treats people, when I first got out to the, when I first started in entertainment in this country, mm. I would go to different places and work and people would say, oh, I just want to tell you, you know, Nadine is amazing, she's great, she's this. And I'm not just saying that, you know, people uh, talk so highly about her. And, you know, I just, uh, she's a wonderful person. So I just, you know, I try to make her and Anaya as proud as I can in everything I do because uh, they're the most important people in my life. Well, I, I imagine that you definitely made them proud at Strictly and your attitude as well about it because there are people that will come out and will be angry or they'll be grumpy or they'll, you know, whatever. And you're, I think it's a good thing that athletes have when they're on shows like this because they're used to picking themselves back up after something that's brought them down, like the failure aspect of it. And you take it and you take the positives from it. Yeah, but I mean, you can't really fail at something. The only thing you can fail at is not trying. You know, you, you think, you, you know, even at my daughter's school, they're always saying have a growth mindset. And I love that they say that because if people feel failure, they don't take steps. And you, if you don't take steps, you don't have success. So uh, the way I look at everything is I'm not failing just because it didn't, you know, wh wh who am I judged by? You know, I'm on my path. So 
uh, nothing I do, whether it's good or bad, is, as far as people perceive it, to me is failure. The only thing I can do is fail myself by not stepping out there because I'm scared. If I don't do something because of fear, then I feel like I failed myself. As long as I can step out there and challenge my fears, uh, I'm always headed in the right direction. I don't know where that path takes me, but once again, I learned a lot by being on this show and it was challenging and I enjoyed every moment. So for me, it was an ultimate success. I think you need to take up life coaching. I feel like I could do anything <laughs> now after talking to you. <laughs> uh, not, you know, it's, I spent a lot of time focused on this stuff because, uh, you know, from sports, one of my, a, a guy who was a coach now, who was a player when I played, he used to tell me when you're struggling, you got to go back to the basics, right? What did you learn when you were a kid? The first time you ever played football, the simple stuff, go back to that. You focus on that. You work on that. And I look at everything like that. It's like when I'm in a challenge, uh, it's just like, go back to the basics. Focus on the things, the real simple things. And you always come out of that learning something about yourself that you can take and apply to something else. And uh, for me, you know, life is valuable. It's important. So as long as I'm here and living, it's success if I keep moving forward. So I just, you know, I keep trying. Wow. It's just, it's such a, an amazing attitude to have. And it's like many people feel when something doesn't go right for them, with them, that that's the end of that for them. But you just kind of pick yourself up and go, right, what's the next path? You got to move to the next play. I think I hate using sports analogies, but it works. I mean, when you're in a game, you go from play to play and you literally have to, you remember what happened before because obviously uh, you need to know what's happening in the game, but you have to move on. You have to go to the next play because if you let that linger, it impacts your next play. And then you end up having a bad game instead of just a bad play. And that's life. You know, you might have a bad situation or something doesn't happen, but that, that's not your story. Don't let that impact your story. You can't control the past. You can't even control the future, but you can control what you do today. So just focus in on that and know if I keep focusing on every single day, I'll look up and I might have achieved some things that I wanted to. So what is the next play for you then? Obviously, we've got the podcast. We have the NFL show. Is there another play in mind that you're aiming towards? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have, I, have, I, have, I have a big, big plan. I don't really discuss out loud, but it's in my head. Okay. Um, you, you know, I, I will say this. I, I look at this opportunity. Like, I love, I love what I did in America when I retired. And I still do, which is finance and especially mm. working with athletes, entertainers, entrepreneurs, young people that I've, I started with. And I, I love that business. And I love it because it's not about the money. It's about how you impact their life. You know, you usually money is a, is a tool to do what you want in life, whatever that is. So I like to engage with people and try to get them on that path. But now that I'm on the entertainment side, I, I look at this opportunity and I, I look at a person that looks like me and I say, you know what? I don't see a lot of people that look like me on television, especially uh, in this country. So this, this is an opportunity where I have to really push forward. So people in the industry look up and say, you know what? We want to give more guys like this a chance. So uh, my objective is to take everything um, and really strive for excellence because I understand it impacts the future generations mm. of people that look, sound, talk like me. 
That's a, a very much needed, uh, not only just in the UK, it's needed over here. There's a very big push for it at the moment to represent the new, the new world as we have it, the new Ireland, the new, the new England. And as you say, seeing, just seeing somebody on TV who looks or speaks like you or has come from the same background, whatever it may be, is just such a positive thing and so needed. Yeah, it's, fa yeah, it's fascinating. I mean, I love, you know, I love being in Ireland. I love being in, in the UK. I, I love being places with people from all different backgrounds, religions, everything. That's so fascinating to me. I love when I see it on television. You know, the more we do that, the more exposure we all have to each other, it's, it really serves our self-interest because we learn more. It's great. You know, mm -hmm. uh, it's so many brilliant people in, in the world that don't get opportunities because of their circumstances, whatever that is. So, yeah, I just think the world will be a much better place if we, uh, if we have, we all have access to each other. And television is a big, and entertainment is a big uh, proponent of that. Yeah, definitely. Sports um, seems to be quite inclusive, quite diverse because of the talents behind it. Maybe the crowds might not be, or, you know, maybe they don't. Yeah. Definitely when you watch sports, you can see every background, but it needs to be more brought into the media side of things. Yeah, sports is a meritocracy. I mean, they don't care. They want to win. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, you know, the product needs to perform. So uh, a lot of things that don't happen in society uh, that happen in society won't happen on the field because it's all about who's the best, what they do and how they do it. And you are judged sometimes daily. So it, it you know, you, that's what it is. And, and, you know, life in general can't be like that. None of, none of us all want to walk down the street with that kind of pressure 24 <laughs> seven, but yes, uh, it's good to have uh, an openness to think, you know, if you have this ability, uh, here's an, here's an opportunity or here's just an opportunity because you're different. And so we can all have different discussions. I mean, the only way things will get solved is we all speak to each other because we are all so much alike. We really are. We have the basic human elements. I mean, we all are the same. If we just get in the room and talk to each other, we'll be like, you know what? We're the same. And that's when things get figured out. So yeah, you know, that's why I love uh, this opportunity I have is I want to continue to let people know how much we are the same and be feel like it's okay to have these conversations and you know i always look at crucial conversations uh needing to be had in a i always look at a pool of water that's lukewarm and it's not too deep you know like it's safe come on in you know let's have this conversation you know and uh that that's how i like to set the stage and i think it can get it can get uh a little hot or a little cold but once you're in you can maneuver a little bit so uh, that, that, that's what I want more of, and this gives me that opportunity. Well, I'm going to send this interview to the bosses in Ireland, the TV bosses, and be like, okay, we need, we need to get Jason. Come on, bring him over. Come on, you know how I feel about Ireland? Come on, let me in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be literally like, hi, dear RTE, you need to buy him from the BBC. <laughs> bring me in. <laughs> Jason, you've been such a star. It's been so lovely talking to you this morning. I'm sorry I've kept you so long, but I've just loved chatting to you. It's all good. You know, I love the Irish accent, so uh, it's, it's, it's all good with me. So I, I appreciate it. It's been fun. I'm so glad you could understand me, obviously because of Nadine and stuff. But usually when I talk to Americans, I have to talk a lot slower. So I'm glad nah. you could understand. No, you need to tell the Americans I can't understand you. You're the <laughs> one who needs to talk. <laughs> 
don't let anybody ever talk about anyone's accent because it's all ours. So oh, you got to love that about it. I love it. Thank you so much for today. You've been such a star. And uh, I hope to see you in Dublin sometime soon when, you know, craziness ends. D Dublin is cool. I love it out there. So I, I should be there soon. Oh, brilliant. Well, listen, happy Christmas. Have a brilliant one. And um, keep doing what you're doing. It's amazing. All right. You too. And thank you for the opportunity. No worries. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to me and I really hope you enjoyed it. Do scroll back and see if there's anything else that you might enjoy. And before I let you go, do remember to come and find me on my new podcast, Tis Yourself. Again, talking to celebrities, this time a lot more in depth. So there might be longer episodes there. And we're talking about what was life like before they became famous, the different alternative roads they could have went down, how life changed for them the, for good and bad. And so, so, so much more. And of course, the thing that they're best known for. So come and find me, Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden. And I really hope you'll enjoy the new episodes. They're up to date. They're brilliant. There's some great people there. And I'd love your support. So please do come find us. That's Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden.